0: Welcome to AI Unleashed, Beyond the Code podcast, where we invite you to join us on a captivating journey through the vast universe of knowledge. From science to art, technology to philosophy, history to pop culture, no subject is off limits as we explore, dissect, and celebrate the ideas that shape our world. With thought-provoking conversations, expert insights, and a whirlwind tour of knowledge, get ready to expand your horizons and indulge in the joy of exploring everything. In today's episode, we'll cover videos, City of Flowers' connection to Happy Dad and Full Send, and KSI's comments on Jake Paul's fight with Nate Diaz, Strategy, Potential Fight, Tommy Fury, Jorge Masvidal, and Logan Paul in WWE. Oh, videos. Who doesn't love a good video? They are a great way to entertain ourselves, learn new things, and share our experiences with others. Whether it's a funny cat video, a tutorial on how to bake the perfect chocolate chip cookies, or a travel vlog of that dream vacation, videos have become an integral part of our lives. So let's dive into the world of videos and explore what makes them so popular and engaging. One of the reasons videos are so appealing is that they provide a visual and auditory experience. As humans, we are naturally drawn to sights and sounds. It's no wonder that videos capture our attention and make information more accessible and memorable. Instead of reading long paragraphs of text or scrolling through endless pages, we can simply watch a video and absorb the content effortlessly. Videos also offer a unique opportunity for storytelling. By combining visuals, music, and narration, videos have the power to create emotional connections and transport us to different places and times. Whether it's a heartwarming advertisement or a powerful documentary, videos can evoke emotions and leave a lasting impact on viewers. They can make us laugh, cry, or inspire us to take action. Another aspect that makes videos so appealing is their versatility. They can be short and snappy, perfect for sharing on social media platforms like TikTok or Instagram, or they can be long form content like documentaries or educational videos. With a wide range of formats and styles, videos can cater to all sorts of interests and preferences. There's something for everyone out there. Videos also provide an interactive experience. From live streaming to virtual reality, technology has opened up endless possibilities for viewer engagement. We can comment on videos, share our thoughts, and even participate in live chats with the content creators. This sense of community and connection adds an extra layer of enjoyment to the video watching experience. Speaking of content creators, videos have revolutionized the way we consume and produce media. In the past, access to video production equipment was limited and distribution channels were controlled by a few major players. But now, anyone with a smartphone can create and share videos online. This democratization of video creation has led to a diverse range of content, giving a voice to previously unheard perspectives and allowing for different viewpoints to be shared. Videos have also become an essential tool for businesses and marketers. In today's digital age, companies use videos to promote their products or services engage with their audience, and tell their brand story. Through carefully crafted videos, businesses can convey their message effectively and leave a lasting impression on their customers. From product demonstrations to behind the scenes footage, videos build trust and help establish a connection with consumers. Let's not forget the educational aspect of videos. They have transformed the way we learn and acquire knowledge. With the rise of online platforms like YouTube and Khan Academy, We now have access to a vast library of educational content at our fingertips. From math tutorials to language lessons, videos provide visual explanations that make complex topics easier to understand. They have become a valuable resource for students, professionals, and lifelong learners alike. But like any tool, videos also have their drawbacks. With so much content available, it can be overwhelming to find quality videos amidst all the noise. Misinformation and fake news can easily spread through videos, And critical thinking becomes crucial when consuming video content. It's important to fact check and verify information from trustworthy sources before accepting it as true. Furthermore, the attention-grabbing nature of videos can sometimes lead to a passive consumption habit. It's easy to get lost in a video marathon, spending hours watching random videos without being mindful of how we're using our time. It's essential to strike a balance and use videos as a tool for learning, entertainment, and inspiration, rather than mindless scrolling. In conclusion, videos have transformed the way we consume media, learn, and interact with the world. Their visual and auditory appeal, storytelling capabilities, and versatility make them a powerful tool for communication and engagement. Whether you're looking for entertainment, education, or inspiration, there's a video out there waiting to captivate your attention. So, grab some popcorn, sit back, and enjoy the wonderful world of videos. Hey there, if you're looking for a good time, we've got some exciting stuff to share with you. First up, we have the Happy Dad experience. But before we dive into that, please note that it's strictly for those 21 years old and above. Just keep that in mind. So, what is Happy Dad? Well, it's something you definitely don't want to miss out on. It's an awesome brand that brings joy and happiness into your life in the form of tasty beverages. If you want to get your hands on some of their amazing products, head over to me, It's an experience you won't regret. Next up, we have the Full Send and Nelk store. This is your one-stop shop for all things Full Send and Nelk related. They've got some killer merch that you need to check out. From stylish clothing to unique accessories, you'll find it all at fullsend.com. Don't miss out on the chance to rep your favorite brands in style. If you're a fan of podcasts, then you're in luck. The Full Send Podcast is available on YouTube and Spotify, so you can choose which platform suits you best. Just head over to their YouTube channel, youtube.com channel slash 7 iykvnjqy iykvnjqy1ngwag, sub underscore confirmation, equal sign one, or search for Full Send Podcast on Spotify and hit that subscribe button. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on their amazing content. But wait, there's more. The Full Send Podcast also has a presence on social media. You can follow them on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Podcast, Twitter, Twitter.com slash Podcast, and even TikTok at Full Send Podcast to stay updated on all their latest episodes, behind the scenes moments, and more. So make sure to hit that follow button and join the Full Send Podcast community. And if that's not enough for you, then you definitely need to check out Happy Dad on YouTube, their channel, youtube.com slash happy dad slash videos is packed with entertaining videos that will put a smile on your face. So don't miss out on the fun and subscribe to happy dad's YouTube channel today. Last but not least, we have the Nelk boys on YouTube. These guys are all about pushing boundaries and having a good time. Their channel, youtube.com slash user slash slash videos is a treasure trove of hilarious and daring content that will keep you entertained for hours on end. So make sure to subscribe and join the Nelk Boys' wild adventures. Oh, and before we wrap things up, there's one more thing you might be interested in. Fullsend has something called the Fullsend Metacard NFT. If you're into digital collectibles and want to own a piece of Fullsend history, then you should definitely check this out. Head over to OpenSea.io Collection Metacard by Fullsend and explore the collection. Who knows, you might find something really special. Well, that's it for now. We hope you enjoy all these amazing offerings, whether it's refreshing drinks, stylish merch, entertaining podcasts, or hilarious videos. There's something here for everyone. So go ahead and dive in. Cheers. Hey there. Today we're diving into some hot topics surrounding the world of boxing and YouTube sensations. We've got KSI here, ready to spill the beans on everything from Jake Paul's recent bout with Nate Diaz to his own plans for the future. So let's get into it. First up, we've got to talk about the much-anticipated showdown between Jake Paul and Nate Diaz. People were buzzing about this fight, and it's safe to say it didn't disappoint. Now, KSI is eager to give his two cents on Paul's performance. So, KSI, what do you think? Did Jake Paul impress you out there? Well, I have to admit, Jake Paul put on a strong showing in that fight. He showcased his skills and really proved that he's a force to be reckoned with in the boxing ring. I was impressed by his strategy and his ability to maintain his composure throughout the match. It's clear that he's been putting in the work and taking his training seriously. Now the big question on everyone's mind is whether KSI will ever step into the ring with Jake Paul. We know there's been some back and forth between these two in the past. So is a fight in the cards for the future? You know, it's always a possibility. As a competitor, I never close any doors. If the right opportunity presents itself and the fans want to see it, then who knows? I'm always up for a challenge, and Jake Paul certainly fits the bill. But for now, I'm focused on my own career and continuing to improve as a fighter. Speaking of your own career, there's been some speculation that your upcoming fight with Tommy Fury could potentially be your last in the boxing world. Can you shed some light on this? Look, nothing is set in stone. I take things one fight at a time, and right now my focus is on Tommy Fury. He's a great opponent, and I'm excited to see how our fight plays out. As for what the future holds, well, we'll just have to wait and see. I'm not ruling out any possibilities. I love boxing, and as long as there are exciting challenges out there, I'll keep pushing myself. Now let's switch gears for a moment and talk about another potential opponent, Jorge Masvidal. We've seen fighters from different disciplines crossing over into boxing, And Masvidal is a name that's been thrown around. What are your thoughts on that matchup? Oh, I would love to see that fight happen. Jorge Masvidal is a talented fighter. And he's got a huge following. A clash between him and myself would definitely be an intriguing matchup. It would be a battle between two different styles, and I think the fans would be in for a treat. So, yeah, count me in if the opportunity arises. Finally, let's touch on something outside the boxing ring. Logan Paul has been making waves in the world of professional wrestling with his appearances in the WWE. What are your thoughts on his performances? I've got to give credit where credit is due. Logan Paul has definitely made a splash in the wrestling world. He's shown that he's not afraid to step out of his comfort zone and try new things. I think he brings energy and excitement to the WWE, and it's great to see him thrive in that environment. I wish him all the best in his wrestling career. And there you have it, folks. KSI sharing his thoughts on Jake Paul's latest fight, his own boxing career, potential matchups with Tommy Fury and Jorge Masvidal, and giving props to Logan Paul's WWE performances. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll catch you in the next one. Today, so a fighter named Dylan Danis has recently been castrating famous YouTuber Logan Paul on Twitter. I'm sure most of you guys have seen it, and that's probably why you're watching this video. And it's been kind of ugly and kind of messy. I won't lie, but it's also been really entertaining at the same time, so we're going to be covering everything in this video. Dylan's been tweeting quite a bit at Logan Paul. Obviously, it's marketing for their upcoming fight, but he's been doing a really good job at it because a lot of people are talking about it. Majority of tweets that Dylan's been putting out is kind of just on Logan Paul's wife for being a hoe. She slept around with actors, public figures, just about anybody in Hollywood that you can think of. You can assume Logan Paul's fiance has been with them now. I'm on Dylan's side for this just because Logan Paul, I'm not too fond of him. I don't like him. He's talked on religion. He's pushed away all the real ones that are in his circle, the ones that I liked, like George Janko. And he's shown plenty of times that he's super disingenuous and he lacks sincerity. And now he just has a bunch of yes-men dick suckers in his circle. And, you know, I'm not with the circle jerk. I stopped watching Impulsive a long time ago, but let's just start it off. We got Good Morning and a picture of his fiance with some other guy. I don't know who... This is interesting. I do not sleep with anything on my mom used to always wear pajamas and I just hated when she would put that on me. So now when I'm three, zero, zero, zero miles away, I always sleep nude. Sorry, mom. I actually don't like sleeping alone. I can't really sleep because I'm, I don't know what it is. It's always been like that. Like I always sleep better if there's somebody next to me. Yikes. The one time I didn't pull out holy! this is some disrespectful behavior. Now, obviously this is a Photoshopped image, but goddamn solidified. Cuck, Adam22, decided to weigh in on the situation and say, Hey, Dylan Danis, you better not disrespect Logan Paul or Ja Rule ever again. You punk, all right. So Logan Paul has an upcoming boxing match against this Dylan Danish guy. And Dylan's been going on a little bit of a campaign trying to embarrass Logan by pointing out all the guys that his now fiancé has spent time with before Logan. Ah, uh, this is Ja Rule Dylan. I don't know how hip-hop fluent you are, but this is one of the GOATs. What's love got to do with it? Huh? I'm not always there when you call, but I'm always on time. Uh, Dylan, this is one of the goats. If his girl has actually spent time in the presence of Ja Rule, then he should be proud of it personally. I think the more men that your woman has spent time with before you get her, the more desirable she becomes. How about that? Dylan also, why was Dylan Dennis like the first guy in my girl's DMS as soon as she started to go viral with the Jason Love? thing uh I guess he says he's Armenian or whatever but uh you're a perv so let's just throw that out there and you watch your wife get railed so Dylan acknowledges this he says we got the cuck defense squad rolling up here we got a picture of Logan Paul's fiance with Ariel Helwani I think I said that right looks like we got her with two guys in this picture god damn she got with the Jonas brother what the the streets this girl belongs to the world I'm understanding now this is starting to make sense Another one, another one, another, one, another, one, another, one, another, one, another one, and another one. Uh, okay, we're gonna move past this one. Posted a screenshot of Logan Paul commenting, I'm a man, on this girl's post. And she said, Boy man, for now. Oh no, another one, another one, another one, another one. God damn, I'm starting to think that this girl has put more points on the scoreboard than like Mia Khalifa or something, because this shit's just back to back to back to back. She got a shark boy who hasn't... She been with... I got to just say right now, imagine you're beefing with somebody and they post a picture of your girl. Post it up with another man like this. It's not looking good. And to be honest, that's an understatement. This bro, he's literally digging Logan Paul's grave right now as we speak, and we'll see what happens with the fight. But goddamn, I don't know if he's able to emotionally recover from this damage. I made a severe and ABS in my judgment. Music, Applause, music foreign, music, applause, music, music, foreign, applause, music, applause, music, foreign, applause, music, applause. Music, I'm not gonna lie, this is just music to my ears because I don't like Logan Paul at all. Karina Cop decided to show up. I can't be the only one who thinks Dylan did Mrs. Corney as for harassing the out of a woman for absolutely no reason. Talk to the look you're fighting, not his fiance. Also someone tell him to stop sending and unsetting messages to me and my friend. You look so desperate. My God, I ain't reading all that good for you, though. We're sorry that happened, bro. He's making all the right plays right now. It's so funny to watch Dylan look. I realize no matter what I say, you will just ratio me with your little virgin troll army. But in real life, you will always have to stomach the fact that you were a loser. You sleep on someone's couch in New Jersey. And you make all your money showing your titties online. You think that's more prideful what the Andrew and Tristan No, This picture is photoshopped. This isn't real. But hey, it was fun to be honest. This whole situation's funny. Logan Paul hasn't responded. He's just had an army of cucks and kind of just defend him on Twitter. Not really. Yeah, it's not looking good for Logan Paul. If he knocks Dylan Danish out, I'm losing my mind. That's going to be the biggest plot twist of all time. I'm assuming that he's going to lose, though. But who knows, bro? We might be surprised. Logan Pyle might be building up his rage right now in his anger. Just because of what's happening right now on Twitter. Who knows, bro? All I know is Logan Paul right now is getting buried. And does he deserve it? I don't know. That's up for speculation. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. I don't really like him. So I'd like to say, yeah, but this shit's just brutal, bro. Last night, there were a lot of paintings. Yes, that was enjoyable. My sales too. I'll see you later so I can rest up for today. But I'll be aware of the nightclub we visited. But it was excellent. I enjoy London because of the girls' accents. We're at a press conference because it's hot. Do you anticipate the better course of action? Apparently he's going to throw a cake down. At me, I suppose I realize we just completed our one-on-one, but I thought I was knowing that the actor is not a warrior. He doesn't appear to be at ease to me. The individual behind them actually made I feel more assured I already was, although he appears to be. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That, by the way, one of the most iconic speeches in American history. That was September 1962. That was John F. Kennedy announcing America's intention to put a man on the moon. Here we are, 61 years later, and we're talking about another historic moon moment. Yes, we are, because India just became the fourth nation to successfully land a spacecraft on the moon. But India is the only country that has ever landed near the moon's south pole, and that's significant. Here to explain why this is so significant, we have astrophysicist and author Neil deGrasse Tyson here to break it down for us. Good morning to you, Neil. Good morning. Good morning. Let's put this in perspective. Why is this landing so close to the moon's south pole so significant? You may know that the farther away from the equator you go, the lower the sun's arc is in the sky. So when you're near the poles, the sun just barely ambles above the horizon. The same is true on the moon. If you go to the South Pole, where there are craters that have rims, the altitude of the sun over the horizon is not high enough to reach the bottom of the crater, so it's literally where the sun don't shine. And so, stop. So so when the moon's hit by asteroids and comets, comets have water. If water lands in those places, they're called cold traps, and the water never goes away. That's the key there, the water. So you're near water, and that's interesting, But what I found surprising is water is something that may actually be able to be transformed into fuel. So you can drink water, but if you separate the hydrogen and the oxygen, H2O, and bring them back together, it is rocket fuel. And you know what the exhaust is? Water, okay? So it's pretty clean rocket fuel. And that's the main engine of the space shuttle. That big orange tank that they use that's hydrogen and oxygen being merged together to create the thrust to put that puppy into orbit. Wow. Wow. We understand you actually met with the Indian Prime Minister earlier this summer. What did you two talk about with regard to space exploration? That was his first comment. He said, here are plans for space. We want to involve private enterprise. We want to grow. I said, yeah, good. I said, try to make sure everybody is involved because the whole country can participate. Because India is a diverse community of ethnicities and religions. That way, the whole community and maybe expeditions in space can be a unifying force of peace for let's start our next story with a cartoon it's from the new york times it shows two men sitting inside a room it's called the elite space club one of them is reading a newspaper the headline says india's mars mission it is shown as a man with a cow india is shown as a man with a cow knocking on the door i'm sure you'll agree that this is racist and in very poor taste i'm sure you've seen the cartoon before Including on this show, we've been asking for an updated version. Will the New York Times publish something that is more in tune with reality? We're not holding our breath for a response because the West is back to playing its old games, discrediting India's achievements and questioning India's motives. Let me lay out the facts. First Chandran 3 is an Indian mission in space. It is the world's first to land on the moon's South Pole. This is a fact as we speak. The Pragyan rover is out exploring, looking for traces of water. This too is a fact, also a matter of pride for India, a big achievement for science and a gift to the world. But how have they responded with skepticism, condescension, and their trademark hypocrisy? Listen to this as they spend their money on space probes, as they spend their money on the military, they spend their money on nuclear weapons. Still half of the country lives below the poverty line. But the biggest injustice of all that was Nigel Farage, the man who heralded Brexit, a politician known for his scandals and his hypocrisy. He says India is wasting money on space missions. Why? Because half of its population lives in poverty. The racism is shining through. Also, the utter disconnect with reality. We happy to share some facts with Mr. Farage. It may have slipped his notice that India is the world's fifth largest economy. It is, in fact, ahead of his country, the United Kingdom. But it seems he can't get rid of his colonial mindset. I mean, how can poor India have aspirations? How can a former colony reach the moon before the so-called Great Britain? And since he's so keen on discussing priorities, we have a question for him. Why does Britain keep paying for the royal family? The citizens cannot afford the electricity bills. Maybe help them instead of paying for the king and his retinue. Let me show you another bizarre comment. This is from a man called Patrick Christie's. He calls himself a journalist. And this is what he said, congratulate India on landing on the dark side of the moon. I would also like to now invite India to return the $2.3 billion foreign aid money that we sent them between 2016 and 2021. We're also set to give them $57 million next year. But I think the British taxpayer should keep hold of that, don't you? We should not be giving money to countries with a space program as a rule. If you can afford to fire a rocket at the dark side of the moon, you shouldn't be coming to us with your handout. You heard him. If you can afford to fire a rocket, you shouldn't be coming to us with your handout for foreign aid. Those were his words. But is India going to the UK for foreign aid? Let's have the answer from their own foreign office. This is what they said. And I'm quoting, since 2015, the UK has given no financial aid to the government of India. Most of our funding now is focused on business investments, which help create new markets and jobs for the UK as well as India. This is what the foreign office has said Christie's also mentioned a figure 2.3 billion pounds. What about that? It's from a report by the UK, a spending watchdog, IAI and Patrick Christie's clearly did not read the whole report, but we did it for him. The figure is not foreign aid. It includes investments and revenue through multilateral channels. The same report notes that this aid is a tool of UK foreign policy, basically a way to stay in New Delhi's good books. Also, no one is begging for it, but who will explain that to the West? In their mind, this is still the Raj. And these are comments that would have made Churchill happy. But we're happy to burst their bubble. This is the 21st century. India is a glob GL power, not a former impoverished colony in 2011. Then finance minister of India, Pranam Mukherjee, told the UK that India does not need its aid. And London admitted that the aid had no impact on India's development. Now India has landed on the moon. And British influencers say, Return our aid money if you're going down that road. Let's start with reparations. Let's start with a colonial loot return that money first. And we have the bill, some $45 trillion. That's what Britain looted from India between 17765 and 1938. And this is just an estimate. The actual figure could be much higher, but even this 45 trillion is about 15 times Britain's GDP. How about London returns this money first instead of discrediting India's achievement with juvenile conspiracy theories? Look at this one. Now it says India fake the moon landing. What do you even say to this? I don't have a rebuttal, just this video. It shows the Pragyan rover rolling out of the lander, moving on the surface of the moon, leaving India's mark, literally, and creating history. We know all of this. We don't need validation from the West or cartoons from their press. But we must set the record straight. We need to take control of our stories. We say else we'll be held hostage to narratives created by others will be trapped in their version. I mean, what they've been able to do is incredible. I was Logan Paul as as a wrestler dude it was i'm sure he's great yeah he's going to be a wrestler oh he should be he's like he's a he's a star he's a star his podcast is actually really good yeah really the dana white is trying to get on it or something well no the dana white i'm sorry i looked at the whole thing i listened to a clip here then on yeah and it's great it's an amazing pod episode give it a give it a listen he's done a lot of man i mean you got to give the guy's props he's not lazy he fought floyd mayweather in a boxing match i don't care if he's 50 pounds heavier than you i mean it's still floyd Maybe. Yeah, it's crazy. Look at that. Yeah, dude, who? He was doing splits and that was pretty impressive. Oh, Lucha damn, he's an athlete. Look at that flexibility. Yeah, he was. Is that a real Lucha library thing or is that just? Yeah, 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 yeah. You said like in Mexico, I thought it was. I had no idea he was that flexible. That's crazy. Wow. Hey, good for him. You ever seen Dahlia? I wake up with him makeup. Yeah, because he used to go at it and he's like, hey, whatever I said before, the guy's a star. Forget it. Oh, wow. Hey, wow. What did Dahlia used to say about him? He's just like this idiot, this kid who's like an influencer. Yeah, but I was like, that was easy to do, though. I know it's not really. I was wrong. This guy's awesome. His brother knocked out Tyrone Woodley with one punch. That's crazy. He's knocked out, bro. He's like a vicious, vicious a striker. Not a wrestler. He's a striker. Well, he was a wrestler. Oh, he would just have his power. But But the fact that he knocked out one of the greatest welterweight champions of all time with one punch is bonkers. And it was that old watch, this watch, this. Oh, I did see that. Okay, Jake, that sucks being sponsored by Dude Wipes. Calm the off. Yeah, right. When you get knocked out all of a sudden, the sponsors are kind of embarrassing and you're showing that sponsorship. Yeah. Couldn't you fall backwards faceplant with Dude Wipes in your butt? See, he's got the power out of the two of them. Like Logan Logan is a really good athlete, but he's not as good of a boxer. But Jake Paul, on top of being a better boxer, he's got like legit power. Like he sleeps. People look at this. Oh, he dropped that left bro. That is that it's a face plant that's out cold and that's Tyrone Woodley. That's like one of the greatest welterweight champions. He didn't even seem surprised. He did it. He walked away like that's what I was going for. Great hope. Oh, he left it wide open. What did he do? What did he do there? Go blind thought he was going to the body. Yeah, he thought he was going to the body and he thought he was going to drop his hand down to stop the body shot. Because I think he probably went to the body just before that. He set him up so he even dips like he's going to hit the body. And then he goes over the top of it. Amazing, amazing. So he dipped like he was ripping to the body. How do you protect it otherwise? Drop the right? Yeah. Get the out of there. Get the out of there and put your hands up. Does Tyrone really make more in those two fights than his whole UFC career? Supposedly, most likely. Wow. So he said, wow, yeah, yeah, I don't know what the number is. Wow, yeah, I like those poll because it's kind of like the YouTube comics. He offered he offered Chris Rock and Will Smith $40 million. Who did Paul Jake Paul do? Girl fight, as you put it. The girl fight. Yes, Eddie Hearn. You're going to make me have to have those girls on and apologize. Um, And Jake, Paul Jake, Paul was a promoter. Yeah, without Jake Paul, that fight doesn't happen. He's, you know, he's a, like a full-on promoter now yeah, absolutely. The kid's got a hustle. You got to give it to him. The kid got hustle. He is a successful husband. I don't know. I think he might be he's got hustle or he's not a hustler. This guy's a legitimate businessman. Yeah, a legitimate businessman, but the major, but he makes so much money doing other that the fact that he wants to do that as well and promote fights as well. I'm impressed he put her on his undercard. She got a lot of visibility there. People in boxing, of course, were already familiar with her, but it gave her much bigger notoriety by being on his cars. And then he and Eddie Hearn put this fight together again. I can't stress it enough. I sold out an actual Madison Square Garden, sold out main arena fight. That's bad. Good for him. That was the value for dollar like sunglasses. Yeah, he's doing the same. I like it. I don't think this fight happens without him. You know, the the conversation he had with Eddie Hearn where he says, I will knock out any one of your guys that has under 10 fights, right? He goes, whoever you want to have, bring me any guy that you have that's under 10 fights. You can see Eddie Hearn, like he's kind of stuck there because, yep, because those guys under 10 fights, like what if Jake Paul knocks one of them out? Like what if you get a guy that like hasn't been tested and maybe has some promise and maybe gets wrapped up in the hype and maybe gets a little nervous and this is his first chance at a big, big, big show and Jake Paul can crack. Yeah, 100 percent. That knockout of Tyron Woodley is legit as okay crack. But Eddie's point in that interview, and I think the point that just about just about every boxing aficionado would say is that Tyrone Woodley is not a boxer. Yep. And Norris Ben Askren, who he knocked out as well. Right. We would have gotten some answers if Tyson Fury didn't get injured or excuse me, if uh, Tommy Tony Fury didn't get injured leading up to that fight because he was the initial opponent. So if he fought him, we would have got some real answers. And that would be an interesting fight. But agreed. And to your point, I saw people in boxing when that fight seemed actually was going to happen. Start hedging their bets. Well, Fury isn't this. Tommy isn't that. I don't buy any of that. I think Tommy is a absolutely a legitimate boxing opponent for Jake Paul. Entertain this perspective. If Jake Paul wasn't Jake Paul, if he wasn't this YouTube guy, he was just a boxer. And you see a boxer knock out the former UFC welterweight champion. Not just the former, but one of the best ever knock him out with one punch like that. Like, oh man, have you seen his Jake Paul dude coming up? He's for real because nothing about watching him fight to me screams like he's in over his head. Nothing. He looks like a real boxer. He looks like a real boxer. He doesn't look like a guy who's attempting boxing. That's the difference. The feints, the foot movement, the way he lands shots, he fights like a boxer. He doesn't fight like a guy who's trying to box in a celebrity boxing match. He fights like a boxer. No, because so if he wasn't that guy, I'm saying if he wasn't that big YouTube star and you just saw him as a boxing contender, you'd be like, that dude's got dynamite in his hands. okay? so there's two points to be made here. First of all, if a guy in his pro debut and the first five fights of his career are knocking out people whose names we know, you're absolutely right. That person is going to get a huge amount of attention. And everybody's been like, wow, who is this guy? But also if a guy who is on the track to be somebody who has like, oh, potential from the Olympics Or he's got a great amateur record, we're going to turn this guy into somebody in their first fights. They're fighting guys who are like five and 27. They're fighting other uh, debut opponents who don't have a great track trajectory in front of them. They're fighting, you know, tomato bums. Yeah, you know, just completely not competitive just to get experience and that's fine, right? So when we expect Jake Paul to be fighting like higher level competition, it's not because he has under 10 fights because he talks a lot of, yeah, but that's also why we're talking about them. And that's that's exactly true. But I think on both sides of the equation, we've got to like admit that a young fighter under five fights isn't fighting great competition. So if you're calling Jake Paul a legitimate boxer and then you're expecting him to do what legitimate boxers do – I'm not sure he's not doing that. And probably more. That's what I'm saying about the knockout of Tyrone Woodley, because it was just a regular boxer who's just coming up. And what does he have? Six fights. Yes. I don't know. Something like this. What does Jake Paul have? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Right. Five. No, I think James, that was his sixth. And then looking at a post he had where he said six and okay, soon six. No. okay, so he's got five fights now. Anybody who had just five fights, who's like doing, you know, small cards and then Knocks out Tyrone Woodley Tyler. Whitley says, I'm gonna try boxing, and some guy starches them with one punch and talks mad, like, wow, that guy's hot, right? But the fighter doesn't, uh, a five. Zero fighter who's knocked out five guys isn't saying, I'm ready for Canelo, like no guy. But do you do if you're crazy and you just talk a lot of it's not like Canelo's like waiting to fight him. Canelo's got a lot of things he's doing. He doesn't have any time to be waiting around on Jake Paul. He's not really gonna fight him. He's In today's episode, we discuss the power of videos, the exciting connection between Happy Dad and Full Send, and KSI's insights on Jake Paul's fight, potential opponents, and his thoughts on Logan Paul joining WWE and a lot more. I would love to hear your thoughts on everything we talked about today. Also, I am posting a new podcast every Monday, so stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe for more.